Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Edelman. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, instead of talking about uh, how to build a business or marketing trends that you need to know about, I, I want to take a second, um, just an episode, actually, not a second, it's an episode, um, to talk about something very important, very personal. And so if you're looking for my business advice and that sort of thing, this is not the episode you want to listen to. I encourage you to go check out another one. If you are willing to open your heart and your ears and your mind and listen, um, I think you'll really find it's time well spent. Uh, so this episode is dedicated to a very good friend of mine, um, someone that I very, very much respect and that um, I think is just doing amazing things with their life, and you know who you are. So I'm going to talk to the talk talk throughout this episode as if I'm talking to you, and I, I do that for a few reasons. First, because um, I want you to know that it is personal, that it's coming from my heart, and second, because even if you're not the person that this is meant for, that this is dedicated to, um, there's a lot of people out there that this is going to resonate with a lot. Um, or that know people that this would resonate with. And I think it's important um, for you to know that. So first of all, you know who you are, uh, but what you don't know is just how much I admire and respect you and that I'm not the only one. Maybe you know that I'm not the only one, but I don't know that you know how much I respect you because you are insanely gifted. You are so brilliant. And what you do in ways you'll never even understand professionally, what you do professionally touches people's lives. I mean, some of the the, the, the art, I'm going to call it art, some of the art that you put out into the world, um, and whether it would be for clients or if it was just stuff that you were doing that that, that you were passionate about, like that, that leaves a long-lasting impact that, you know, theoretically could be around decades after we're gone, you know, and I just think it's, it's really cool. And I really respect what you do. You've become a master of your craft and, and the best is you're so, you've got so much time left that there's so much more you can do. And, and so on, on a professional level, I, I do respect that. And I respect, here's what I really respect too. You're so damn good at what you do, but you're never afraid to ask for advice and input. And you're never afraid to admit that you don't know everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm often reminded that the difference between those who are the best at something and those, those who think they are is that those who are the best never think that they are. And they never say it. It's usually others that tell them that they're the best. And because, and that's why they're the best, is because they don't want to acknowledge it. LeBron, LeBron James is a great example. You know, they asked him when he was a teenager uh, what he wanted to do. He said, join the NBA. And they asked if he wanted to be the greatest player of all time. He said, yes. You know, and... He just recently scored the most baskets in, in an NBA career, and you know they took a minute to, to really honor that. In the middle of the game, they stopped the game so they could honor that. And it's, it's, it's great because even though he is the best in the world, he still practices and, and tries to learn things as if he wasn't because he, to him, he's not the best. He can always be better. And you know even when he talks about being the best, it's not out of a place of, of ego. It's... Um, it's almost in jest, you know, and that relates to you because you are the best at a lot of things and you just don't even realize it. Like, okay, so the, the content that you put out, 
is really, really impressive. The visual content is, is great. The audio content is pretty great. Your ability to get stuff done is absolutely amazing. And the passion that you put behind it is obvious. It comes through very transparently. But what a lot of people don't know is that you are a brilliant writer. You are such a great writer. And the, the other thing, this is the part that I really admire probably most about you, is that you struggle. You go through, not just struggle, you go through some seriously dark stuff, okay? Dark, dark times. But to know you professionally, you wouldn't know that. You put on a, and maybe it's because that's when you're in your zone, is when you're doing that kind of work that helps people, that helps others. Maybe that's why you don't see, nobody sees the darkness, nobody knows about it. But like if you were to vanish tomorrow, it would be a complete shock to everybody on the planet that, that, that knows you on a professional level or has known you as maybe a teacher of yours or just a business acquaintance, it would shock them if you just vanished. But to those who really know you or are willing to look or are willing to listen or know where to look, you are so transparent about your struggles. And the crazy part is most people who are struggling, if they're actually struggling, they don't share it. They, they, it's almost, I don't know if it's a, a point of shame for them or if they don't want attention or they don't want to be misperceived as, as craving attention. Um, but I think the reason that you share your struggles so much, and again, this is why I respect you, is because it's not of a place of look at me or a cry for help or anything like that. It's because you're hoping that by documenting your struggles, others can grow from it. And others can see that they're not alone. Because sometimes I, I believe, and maybe I'm wrong, that you probably go back and read that stuff sometimes and think, yeah, wow, um, I felt so alone in those dark times. And I, what pulled me through is knowing that I wasn't. And so what I would encourage anybody who struggles with mental health issues and with darkness that nobody sees, it's an invisible, the, the crazy thing is, Mental health issues are almost like disabilities that nobody can see, especially depression and anxiety. Because on the outside, you may look fine, but on the inside, you're fighting a battle nobody knows anything about, right? And what I would encourage anybody who struggles through that is just do one more. One more day. Maybe tomorrow. You know, if you want to quit, if you want to give up, just one more day. And every day, when you're in those dark moments... Don't set long goals like, oh, you know, I got I to gotta make it another three months. You know what? Forget three months. Just make it through tomorrow. Just make it through tonight. Just make it through this week, this month, whatever. But, you know, just one more, you know? And you, I think often when we find ourselves going through these dark times and these struggles, and we're feeling so alone and misunderstood and frustrated with the world, it's easy to think that we are utterly alone. And in a sense, we are, because I can't say I've been there. And the reason I can't say I've been there is it's not because I haven't struggled mentally. It's not because I haven't had bouts of depression or, or am a suicide attempt survivor. It's not, it's not because of any of those things. It's because I haven't been where you are. Your struggle is unique to you. And there are others who have struggles that are similar. 
there are others who feel alone and feel stressed and feel like they have no control. Um, but they're not in the circumstance that you're in and you're not in theirs. So for me to say I've been there is condescending. And for me to say I understand, I know what you're going through, only superficially. You know, the struggles that I've been through are nothing like what you're going through. And the struggles that you're going through or have gone through are nothing like the ones I've been through. But I can acknowledge that you and I and billions of people out there are all on the same path. We're all just trying to make it through one more. Now, overall, my last episode, if you've heard it, uh, was very, very strong. Uh, I got some amazing feedback from uh, my friend about uh, uh, another friend about um, about the episode and the impact it had on them. And it was about how you can buy happiness because happiness is absence of, of things that stress you out and, and that you need to find contentment, right? And so I wish that for everybody, especially you, the person this is dedicated to. I hope that you can find that content, that contentment and, and realize that you just being you, just being who you are and doing what you do is such a positive force and such, I, I look forward to those interactions. And here's the crazy part too. I've shut myself off from a lot of so-called friends. I have a very, very close group of friends that aren't friends with each other. Okay. So this person is my friend. This person is my friend. Some of them don't even live in the same state as me. Um, but I consider them all close friends. Now here's the cool part about it. Almost none of those people know that I consider them close friends and that's okay because that's what they mean to me. And friendship is kind of a selfish thing, but it's a two way street. The way that I show that they're my friend is I don't ignore their messages. I don't ignore their calls. If they call, I pick up. If I can't, I respond as soon as humanly possible. Now, I've often said that the secret to happiness for me is putting others that that matter to you first. Now, you have to, for mental health, you have to put yourself first, yes, but you also have to understand that, that if you're a selfless person, naturally, and that you give so much of yourself that you don't have time for yourself, that's hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's really hard to put yourself first. And so sometimes you take you take a walk, you get out in nature, right? And that's good for your mental health. You veg out on a game or a movie or something like that. That's good for your mental health. It's, that's the quote unquote selfish things that can help you kind of de-stress. And that's so, so important. But, you know, I, I think what is, what's, what's important for me, once in a while, I just told this to my daughter, once in a while, I need to go out and go on a hike. I need to get out and ride a, ride a bike. I need to get out in nature, get away from electronics, from everything. And if I'm doing that with my kids, that's even better. But I just need to clear my mind. And that, I get so much clutter in my brain sometimes. At any given time, if you were to ask me what I'm thinking about, I will name five different things that are completely unrelated, but all have my focus and have my attention or have are, are on some level of hierarchy in my brain. And it wasn't until very recently that I realized not everybody works that way. Most people, most people's brains don't work that way. Like I had no idea. I just, I didn't know. I thought everybody did that, that they had a priority list that sometimes things get put to the back of the priority list, even though they shouldn't. Right. It's just crazy. Anyway, I, there I go on a tangent on a rant about me. This isn't about me. It's about you. So I love that you are always willing to take my call. 
I love that. I, that makes me feel like a priority. But what I also love is the fact that there's a good chance I'm not the only one. In fact, there's a very high probability that you do that for just about everybody. And you, you know, I, I agree. You once said that, that it's important to reach out and tell people that you care and how much you care and just listen and be there for them. And I agree 100% about that. And so, um, you know, I, I want you to know that that you matter, and I, I look forward to speaking with you. Um, I, I am honored that you are one of my close personal friends and that, you know, the only person, people that take priority over our interactions um, are my family. My kids and my wife, they, they, they get the top spots in my attention. I tell people, you know, when I would job hunt or do interviews, I would literally say, my kids and my wife are my priority. My family comes first. And I don't just say family first. I mean it 100%. If I'm in a meeting, 99% of the time, if my wife calls or texts, I answer that because she is my priority. That is for me too. That's for my mental health because I know how important it makes people feel when you give them that. I look forward to what you do. This is now I'm talking to you again. I look forward to what you do. I look forward to seeing what you put out there. I look forward to seeing what's next for you. And I believe in you. And I know the struggle is real. And I know it sucks to know that you're and be told that you're very, very good at something, but not be able to find somebody to pay you for it. And the struggle of trying to find clients, I get that. I really, really get that. Or the struggle to try and find your forever home in terms of employment, I get that too. Just hang on for one more. Look for that next client. Look for that next whatever. Just know that you are needed in this world, you have important work yet to do, and you don't get to decide when that work is done. There is, I, I truly believe, you know, not to get all religious or, or, you know, anything like that, but I truly believe that there is a higher order, a higher power to things that decides when you're done. And you're not done until you do the things you're put on this earth to do. I believe that I was put on this earth to bring my children into the world. And if that were true, then I'd be, I'd be dead. I'd be gone. I, I, you know, so my job wasn't done. So now I realized my job is to make sure that they are the best human beings they possibly can be and that I instill in them amazing values and that I, I remind that I'm a good partner for my wife and a good son-in-law to my mother-in-law and, and, you know, a good friend and a good mentor. And, you know, I have a lot of purposes in life. And I'm fortunate enough that in fulfilling those purposes, I feel fulfilled. And I hope that you find that too. You know, I, I know that it's hard to be alone. I know it's hard to feel like there's nobody that can, that, that can understand what you're going through. And that your mind is, has, is full of traps that just pulls you in. And if, it'll consume you if you let it. I know that. <laughs> I know that all too well. Um, and I know that, that it takes a lot of strength to make it through that. So, again, if, if there's nothing else, just one more. Take one more day, one more minute, one more moment with those who matter to you, whether that is your, uh, <laughs> we'll say your roommate, <laughs> the person you live with, <laughs> the people you live with, hint, hint. But um, it's, it's just one more because your absence would be, God, it'd be such a, uh, such a missed opportunity, you know? I've said this before, I'll say it again. When people are gone, when people pass away, when they just disappear, 
um, from your life and they were there one day, there's such a what if or what I should have done. There's so many uddas. There's so many I would have, I could have, I should have, I missed this opportunity. I wish I would have hugged them more. I wish I would have talked to them more. Um, I wish I would have asked them these questions. And you just, you don't because you assume that you'll always have time. And so, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are impacted that are even beyond what you do. Like, you know, who knows, you know, you take a picture, say you take a picture of somebody, you, you, whether it's for a client or it's for, uh, or it's with somebody that photograph lasts forever. And you never know who's going to see it and what message they're going to take from it. That photograph, say you take a selfie with somebody, that photograph is a piece of art and it's a capturing a moment in time that can never actually be reproduced. And, you know, I, not to get selfish or, or speak much on myself, but I take a lot of pictures of uh, my kids. I take a lot of pictures of nature, of things that are just beautiful, of things that catch my eye. I, I, and I do that because I'm catching moments in, in time from my unique perspective. And I suspect that when, when I pass away and people go through my digital footprint of pictures on my phone and, and my various drives that I have and, and, you know, my Facebook albums, They'll find that I have. There's not a lot of pictures of me personally, but there's a lot of pictures of the things I loved, and and you know my my daughter even was looking through pictures recently, and she goes, "Why do you have so many pictures of nature?" And it's like because there was something in that moment that I wanted to capture, you know, there was something of beauty there, and it, it encourages me to slow down, take one moment, one more moment, to appreciate what's around me in that moment, and that little act of serenity does wonders, does wonders. I have, in fact, I have a, uh, I I wouldn't call it a hidden, but I have an Instagram account called the circumspectator. And that means the the one who looks around and it's, it's all about pictures and and things that I've done from a unique perspective, but I I digress. Um, just keep going. That's all I ask. But, uh, for everybody else, thank you so much for listening in. I, I hope that, uh, this message resonated with you. Um, no matter who hears this and, I promise you next week I will come back strong with, uh, (laughs) I'll come back strong with more business related stuff and insights. And, you know, I'm sure I'll go on a rant about something or, or whatever. Um, I was, I had, I had originally planned on doing the, uh, the gig economy and, you know, the, the, the whole theory of, um, kids don't want to work these days and my thoughts on that, um, especially teenagers, but, uh, that's not, this seemed more important and I've, I've learned, if nothing else, I've learned to listen to my gut. And so I wanted to put this out there. Tune in next week if you want my regularly scheduled content or, or next episode. And until next time, dig deep, my friends. And thank you for being you. You. You know who you are. <laughs>